Welcome to the Sotastic Podcast. I'm your host, Rashid India. Today we have a very special guest, Mr. Uh, Anthony Patrick. Um, he actually is one of the co-founders of Sotastic. And, um, you know, we wanted to actually use this podcast as a way to start talking about what we're doing with kids, what are other parents doing with their kids to instill financial education, financial foundation into their mindset. So uh, why don't we do this, uh, Patrick? Why don't we learn a little bit about yourself and your family? Sure. Hey, uh, thanks, Roshan. Uh, very excited to be in this podcast. Um, uh, something, some, some basic things about me. I have a lovely family, uh, two daughters, uh, and an amazing wife, uh, 11-year-old daughter, and a 5-year-old daughter. And uh, it's first-generation uh, immigrant family. I uh, grew up in India. Uh, my kids were born here. Uh, <clears throat> And as, as, as uh, similar to any other immigration families, we had to really be careful about uh, uh, spending a lot of time to bringing up our kids because it's, uh, it's a different culture they are growing with, which, which, is, not, which is new to us. Uh, at the same time, it's exciting uh, also because uh, we are also seeing a lot of people from different cultural backgrounds. And um, so, so it's an interesting journey. Hmm. Well, I, I know one of the things that I know about you is you grew up with a father that um, has a traditional business background. Did that actually help or hurt you versus your peers when it comes to just financial knowledge, financial background? Yeah, my, my, uh, my dad's business uh, knowledge certainly helped me there. Uh, I've seen him mainly in terms of execution. I have little knowledge about some of the finance things that he has done uh, behind the scenes for running the business. But I, I like the execution skills and, and planning uh, on that. Because most of the time, um, um, and I used to t- tell you earlier that <clears throat> my parents were very emotional towards our development. So mm-hmm. they basically uh, like uh, had hidden so many information from us <laughs> about finance. They thought uh, we will feel bad or whatever reason that they had in mind. So um, I ha- kind of carried over that uh, you know, kind of decision making. Uh, and for a long, a long time, I was more emotional towards, uh, you know, I, I actually did a lot of bad decisions with money as well myself. Yeah. Uh, but I wish I had um, known a lot. Uh, and they, they, they supported us uh, till my college. Um, and th- this was, uh, uh, you know, great. I greatly appreciate that fact. Mm. Um, and, and I think I want to do that same thing for my kids too. Mm. But I want to do it slightly different way. Mm. Um, they had been completely from a provider background. They were 100% providing for us. Mm. Uh, I want to do it in a collaborative way. Okay. Uh, I want to partner with my kids in their uh, career, not just the college, but then even after that, to make sure they're having a wonderful life, um, you know, uh, so that they get the uh, basics right. You know, because a lot of the things that I'm reflecting now mm. on some of the bad decisions, it's the basics. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I've missed some of that, so uh, uh, so that's that's one of the intention of starting early. My, my elder one is just eleven. Uh, sometimes uh, some people ask, like, well, why would you talk about these things to your eleven-year-old about money and stuff? Uh, I think uh, I think by the time when she's in college, if she's able to decide if if she wants to take this course, uh, you know, not just with uh, because whatever whatever money that we are spending for education, it needs to be applied in their real life. Mm-hmm. That's all That's all I want, want them to learn. Yeah, and you know what, I know uh, all parents have good intentions with their kids, but there's a fine line between overprotecting them so much where you make them naive versus actually 
being transparent with them and making sure that they understand not just where things are coming from, but which mindset to think about and how to process that information. And I've seen your kids that you're doing, you're doing an amazing job. You and Tina are doing an amazing job with your kids. So thank you for that. No problem. So good. So um, now, why was it important for you to sow that financial knowledge into your kids? I mean, you've already explained a little bit of your philosophy, but you know, can, can you go a little, little more deeper in that, please? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think uh, there is two realms there. Uh, the, you know, they need to first realize that everything in the material world uh, revolves around money. Mm. Um, so even when um, she was 10 years old, when I had some basic conversations like this, uh, maybe I think six months back, she asked me a question, why are they not teaching about money at school? Mm. Uh, why are they not really going in depth and explaining about money at school? And that really made me think. Uh, but uh, one of the fundamental reasons is that uh, we make a lot of choices uh, in our life, uh, good and bad, uh, some tied to our emotions, some tied to our personal uh, you know, uh, things. But we always make the decision consciously or unconsciously with applying some kind of money factor there. Mm. We just don't realize that, but we do. Mm. Because everything in the material world is driven by money. Yeah. So, but it's it's a it's a balance that uh, you know when when teaching them about money, I also feel uh, the same. Uh, which is you know, will they be uh, will they be kind of too much loving uh, about money and losing out the human um, you know mm. behavior, human nature of uh, caring for others and things like that. So I, I try to maintain a balance there. Mm. But uh, even to execute something um, that they really uh, care about others, for example, uh, one thing that I wanted to uh, bring over is the, uh, so, you know, a foundation that I started back in India that uh, tried to help others. Okay. In the last three years, I realized that even if you want to help others, you need a lot of money. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's it's almost like sympathy versus empathy. Yeah. So I want my kids to be more empathetic towards others, mm. not just sympathetic. Mm. So empathy empathy is all about taking the actions to do something. Mm. And now we cannot care for everything in the world, but at least one or two things. Because when you start taking actions, you know what you have to be empathetic about. Mm. So uh, so it's I think that's where uh, the wisdom about money and, and a perspective. Applying financial perspective, I think, is important uh, to start early. Okay, good stuff. So, so we know about your philosophy. Um, how have you started instilling this in your children's mindset to to sort of start meeting you at least at that level? It's uh, <clears throat> it's interesting. I mean, I've not really opened this conversations too much about uh, to my uh, you know five year old, uh, but I think I started uh, with my elder daughter when she was around eight. Mm. And um, she, it's amazing journey. Uh, now I see that she's, she's actually making responsible decisions. Mm. And, um, you know, and she plans her, uh, um, you know, like buying. So like, for example, if she wants to, uh, she wants to really buy something and then uh, she feels, oh, that, that's a little expensive. Let's just <laughs> wait for some time. I sometimes feel bad, mm. but then um, if it is something important, uh, I would say, hey, you know, this is this is needed for you. You got to go for it. Mm. But um, I, I I try to make uh, I see I see that she's making better choices. Mm. So I'm happy about that. Yeah, no, I, and you know what? Uh, I and that brings me to my question that I wanted to ask you. It's one thing to have a mindset, but then what are the 
practical things that you do. And you, you mentioned, you know, you, you talk to your kids. And so at least they understand uh, where you're coming from. But now, how do you put that into practice with your kids? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> it's more uh, of all all the things related to our life. It's, mm-hmm. I don't go really too too uh, to beyond the uh, you know scope of really teaching them in an academic standpoint. It's more even when I go to a gas station, I, I give her the receipt and say, "Hey, can you read the receipt for me? What does it say? Nice. What do these numbers mean?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "What is this tax? What is that tax?" And some mm-hmm. of the taxes I don't even know. We got to go. Yeah, yeah. But I'm open to her. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we, we got to go and find out what that means. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's abbreviations in that receipts. Mm-hmm. I say it's some kind of tax, mm-hmm. and then they find out what is the root ta- tax for that. So mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, one of the interesting projects that I did was to um, uh, let her plan her own 11 year uh, of uh, 11 year old birthday mm. uh, and it was a great experience um, I didn't really put a lot of boundaries uh, on her but um, but let her she wanted to do a lot of things mm. uh, but then when she had started putting everything in the paper uh, it was showing a big number and she really got concerned and said that is going to cost this much. Wow. Do you think, I, I don't think this is necessary now. So <laughs> she's tried, and I said, okay, fine, whatever you feel. So mm. she tried to, uh, you know, mm, uh, you know, carve that out in a perfect way mm. that can fit the budget as well as her friend circle and everything. So it was an interesting experience. I'm sure she learned a lot from that. <laughs> no, and so it's interesting you say that. So there's two things I'm, I'm picking up from that. You didn't limit the budget. So it, you didn't come from a limiting mindset. But you did want her to understand, hey, how do we actually make a birthday party possible? And so it gives her a chance to think and plan and see, oh, okay, well, this is what's involved. And these are the financial decisions that I have to make. So that's that's wonderful. Yeah, it was... I think that might have really opened up her, not just on the finance side, but then on the planning side as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. What's really required to pull this thing through? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, things like that. So... Uh, and I think she's applying that framework now to even, you know, if you're going on a vacation, uh, she's like, oh, daddy, hum, you know, how, how does this work? Mm-hmm. And how are you managing this? You know, I'm like, okay, that's good. Uh, she's asking all these questions. Wow. So all these learnings are happening. So, but yeah, but but one thing that I always reflect, I don't know whether, um, you know, I wish there was more structured way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And. And unfortunately, I you know schools at this age, uh, forget this age. I mean, you know, I, you, even in colleges, they don't teach you proper finance management, in my opinion, right? So it, that structured way is there is a need for that. That's that's where I remember um, you and Tina, we, you guys are sitting down uh, at our place with me and my wife, and we just started talking about, hey, uh, what are you doing with your kids to to teach them? you know, about general finance management. And the way you started talking about some of the things that you're doing, some of the uh, some of the reasons why, we just instantly connected and we're like, wow, you know what? We are doing and trying to do the exact same things. And obviously, you have an 11-year-old and a 5-year-old. We have a 6-year-old and a 3-year-old. So some of the things that you're doing with your 11-year-old, we're working our way up to. So <laughs> That was a great conversation. I, th- I think... I think a lot of the parents are, are in this situation. And one of the one, one more thing as uh, as I'm seeing, uh, when I first landed in this country 20 years back, mm. 
um, I had a feeling that, hey, at uh, that time I didn't go to school here. Mm-hmm. Um, how am I going to uh, survive? How am I going to manage the, uh, the intellectual power? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but then, you know, that kind of led to some hard work and I really had to overcome some challenges. Mm-hmm. But that's something that I constantly tell my uh, daughters, I mean, the elder one at least two, is that <clears throat> you, you can literally see people all over the world are flocking here. So that means you're you're going to face challenges in uh, in different ang- dimensions, mm. and uh, and sometimes people come with a lot of money also. So it's mm. it's more uh, you, you got to find your competitive edge. Uh, so it's like mainly you know you don't want to be in a situation where you finish a four year degree and you cannot apply that to your professional life. Right, which I've seen a lot of students yeah. be in that exact same situation. They go for a passion, and nothing wrong with that but they haven't really thought it out beyond that of what they want to do past that college. But yeah, so yeah, please continue. Sir. Absolutely. You know, that's, that's the main point. My, my, my fundamental goal is that you know, she's able to choose uh, a college degree mm. that, where she can apply and be happy about, apply her passion as well as happy about her professional life. Mm. Uh, you know, because that is, the time is wasted. Mm. If, you, if you go through this four-year degree and then realize, oh, this is not going to work for us, uh, then you're actually losing the battle already. Mm-hmm. So I, I see a lot of things happening um, right now. Um, that that's a scary part for pretty much uh, every parents out here now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in a way, it's you know, technically, I think that's one of the greatest thing about America. Like a lot of um, you know, talents are coming from all over the world. Mm-hmm. But then that means we parents here need to be more aggressive in keeping our kids competitive because we are facing, uh, you know, different kind of competitions, mm. which uh, that's why I tell her also that um, you see many of the many of these students are not going through uh, American school system. Mm. But then they are, how are they able to perform well? Mm. Right. So they are able to compete, if mm. not perform well, at least compete at that level. So that means, uh, you know, the knowledge part is uh, is everywhere because of the Internet. Knowledge is everywhere now. Mm. We cannot just say that, uh, you know, because we went through this curriculum or because we went to this college, we are the most knowledgeable. That mm. thing is gone. Mm. It's about how smart you are using your time mm. uh, in learning a particular thing. Mm. So that, that comes with a lot of decision-making skills. And okay. I think uh, you once you kind of are very clear about money, mm. I think a lot of these other things will kind of fall in place. Because mm. I've seen... I mean, one of you, um, I know you're uh, very successful with money. A lot of uh, people who are, uh, who are successful with money are happy. Hmm. I've seen that in practical life. So I want, I want my daughters to be happy. Yeah, you know, uh, the, 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 the adage that I've heard is that, uh, you know, money doesn't take care of everything, but it does uh, take care of 99 pro- 90% of problems out there. Yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely. So, no, but... Um, so I am curious because uh, as you're doing some practical things with your 11-year-old, like, you know, when you take her to a gas station, going, showing her the receipt, talking about it, when you take her to a grocery store and, you know, seeing what kind of decisions she makes there, uh, planning for birthday party, what is your five-year-old like? Uh, are you having an active conversation? Is she asking questions? What are some things you're doing with her? That's an interesting question because uh, some of these conversations, sometimes she'll be right next to her uh, <laughs> because sometimes these things happen in a car. Mm. Uh, our dining table and uh, you know it's interesting when uh, we finish the conversation and uh, she comes up with some weird question mm-hmm. and then I realize that oh my god this the message is being wrongly understood or misinterpreted <laughs> whatever that is you know 
uh, I try to kind of correct that, but then it's it's an interesting mix. I'm sure with uh, families where there are uh, kids from different ages, mm. you might have faced the same thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, you know, one thing is to pull her, uh, pull the elder one off, and have a different uh, offline conversations. But then, our real life practical uh, situations sometimes don't demand that. Mm. So as parents, I think. Because I think that is more powerful than uh, sitting them and teaching about numbers and stuff, which mm-hmm. will they will learn in, uh, you know, basic mathematics. But then, you know, going through a real life experience, uh, yeah. you know, putting that um, kind of kind of visualizes them uh, in, in in front of uh, their their eyes. So, yeah. so that I think is powerful. But then you're right; it's uh, it's a challenging thing to really do uh, two uh, two things uh, at the same time. <laughs> But uh, but I think she's also slightly getting the point. Mm. Uh, I can say that. Yeah. No, and I think it's <laughs> a question. Yeah. So I, you know what? Uh, it it does uh, uh, make me curious about now that you did some trial and error with your eleven year old, as you now do some similar things with your five year old. Are there things that you would change? Uh, maybe. Uh, the, the in the approach in the the way you explain things, would you do some things different? Absolutely, you know it's all learnings, right? So, I think that's where the uh, the our sotastic also comes into picture because I think once had done for a couple of years with my elder one, mm-hmm. I think putting that into a, a framework or you know really following a structure is matters there. Mm-hmm. I want to do that for my uh, the second one. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to follow a structure. Mm. On that age, what is she supposed to learn properly? Uh, you mm. know, a little bit, you know, age group-wise uh, uh, learning. Mm. And um, and also challenge them with questions. Mm. I think question, we are, uh, I think most of our learnings nowadays are more uh, teaching, not really challenging them, making them think. Mm. Uh, so I want, I want to put them through real-life situations that make them think or, uh, you know, um, ask ask for some fundamental questions mm. because I think money is um, money is a behavior. Mm. Uh, you know, yeah. it's it's a. <clears throat> and I've heard you say that before. Yeah. Right? I, I think it's wonderful. It's certainly a lot to do with discipline, mm. uh, but it's a behavioral trait, and it's not going to come in overnight. And that's a challenge that I have faced. Mm. Uh, it's it's a very structured discipline that we got to follow, and then probably embed into your own lifestyle. Mm. So um, I think just like any other, uh, you know, discipline or behavior, behavioral traits that we are trying to instill into our kids, I think money behavior is also something very important mm. because it's it has to do with a lot of emotional intelligence also. Mm. also. No, and, and I know you've had, you and I have had this uh, conversation uh, offline where, you know, we see some of the youth today get into such a hustle mode because they don't have that financial education uh, in that background. So they're essentially playing catch up by getting into this hustle mode where they're m- working multiple jobs, thinking of different things. And again, nothing wrong with that, but if we can set the foundation at earlier age, then it gives them the necessary tools and mindset to be able to perform well whenever they have to make those finan- financial decisions throughout life, right? Absolutely, you know. I think, <clears throat> I think American culture is almost synonymous with uh, hustle culture. Mm. I can say that. Mm. I mean, I'm both as an external person as an internal person, because mm. I had to learn that hustle culture. I myself hustle a lot. Hardworking is not a bad thing. It's mm. good, mm. but then it has to be done in such a way that 
whether the hustle actually multiplies in the future. Mm. It, it cannot be just transactional hustle. Mm. And all I see people do is transactional hustles. Like what? Oh, I even do people doing three jobs doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like what, why? Why are you doing three jobs? Yeah. Uh, at least two of them should be building some kind of futuristic, futuristic asset. Mm. Maybe do one um, hustle, one transactional job that is just bringing your payslip or whatever, but then do something that can um, build a future for you. Yeah, something that's passive, something that's you passive. know ongoing. Right. Yeah. I see some people are doing it. I mean, um, I learned a lot from you. Um, you know, that that's a smart way to live. Mm. Um, but but I see even parents sometimes. Oh, once once a kid turns to uh, thirteen or fourteen, they're like, "Oh, get a job in Dunkin' Donuts." It's so like, what are that? What are they actually? Go- they they're going to learn uh, some discipline, of course, getting mm-hmm. up from the bed and mm-hmm. go to work. That's good, but then that's the prime age that they're forced to make a lot of decisions. Mm-hmm. So you cannot waste time from twelve to eighteen anymore. Mm-hmm. Just on these side gigs mm-hmm. that just teaches basic discipline. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you have to find ways to teach that basic getting out of the bed discipline somewhere else in some other means. Mm. But that 14 to 18 is where they have to be exposed to different real life experiences, mm. asking challenging questions so that they will be in a decision making mode when they are 18 mm. that I need to, I'm going to learn this. I'm going to spend this money to learn this so that I can apply and build my professional career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Good stuff. So now all the things that you're doing practically with your 11-year-old and then your five-year-old. Can you just tell me some of the, you know, the, the, this uh, concept that you, uh, you and I talked about where you mentioned inside-out benefits. What do you see, what are some of the inside-out benefits that you've seen from your 11-year-old that they feel, that they feel, you know, the, that level of accomplishment or just, you know, um, that uh, the, the purpose in everything that they're doing. But what are, what are some of the inside-out benefits you've seen? Yeah, like I talked about, uh, it's a behavioral trait. Mm. I mean, that that has to do a lot of uh, with our internal inside out perspective, uh, a lot of emotional intelligence. So, um, the <clears throat> one of the thing that um, is a choices. Mm. Sometimes uh, when they ask for something, and we say, "No, you can't have it," they get angry. <laughs> it, it's natural process. Every yeah, human being. Uh, it, it upsets them. Hmm. Uh, so they see their friend uh, using the latest hovercraft. It's a cool thing. <laughs> Why am I not getting that? Uh, no, you're not getting that now. Or hmm. until, not, not until Christmas or something. Hmm. Like they, they, they're upset and they're angry. Um, but, uh, you know, if they, if they see uh, in a way that they can make a choice hmm. saying, hey, I like this. Uh, I like this toy. Hmm. I want it. But... I know I just got a tie last month, mm. uh, a bigger one. Mm. Uh, so probably I'll wait. I'll it, I'll put that in my wish list, mm. right? So that's uh, that's a choice they're making. That's mm. an internal trait. Mm. It cannot be educated. So uh, rather than we going and saying that you're not going to get it, mm. um, which is going to make them upset, now you basically work them through work with them through a conversation. So mm. obviously it's uh, presenting them with the facts mm. um, on um, you know. We can buy that, but then you're going to miss this, you're going to miss that. Mm. Things like the conversation like that. And then also a little bit transparent about uh, situations, mm. financial situation. There's nothing wrong, mm. you, know, um, you know, so that they also understand uh, the situation the parents are in. Mm. So a lot of times we think, uh, you know, we should not be, uh, you know, discussing these things with the kids. But, you know, they understand. Mm. They understand yeah. a lot um, nowadays. Uh, so... 
So I think being open open about it. Hmm. But then that inside out thing is all about uh, you know how they're uh, uh, they they're applying themselves, their perspective to that situation. Hmm. So uh, because that once they start applying um, you know those principles to that situations, hmm. it's going to help them make wise decisions. Yes. It's not going to be. They're not going to be confrontational. Mm-hmm. That I can see in my elder, elder one. Mm-hmm. She's not confrontational about these things anymore. These things don't bother me anymore. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, about issues about money, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God, uh, you know, buying these things or going on these things. Why I'm not wearing uh, the most fanciest clothes or whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bother me anymore because she's able to make wise choices. Mm-hmm. So oh. that I think is an inside-out change. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Good stuff. So now, let me let me flip that. And what are the outside-in changes that you've seen from others that have noticed these changes of, you know, maturation in your kids? What are some of the outside-in benefits you've seen? Uh, you know, any situation uh, as we are learning some inside-out approaches, uh, you know, about you know a lot of things we are uh, you know. I just wanted to add one more thing about inside-out is mm-hmm. also the. Uh, the reflection process is very important. Mm. Like if, yeah. whether it is, see one of the things about the ties, uh, I'll come to the outside in, uh, I want to talk about this important point, uh, you know, taking them and showing the ties that they've not touched for years, mm. that builds something in them. You know, it's like that is, uh, <laughs> that changes things in them. Mm. Uh, so that's one thing I wanted to add. But, but in every situations, the world is also trying to teach something to us. Mm. Um, right, so that's the outside in perspective. Mm. Now, how can we trigger that uh, in a kid so that they can receive that learning mm. uh, in that process? Mm. What is the uh, like? You know, you go for a Thanksgiving sale. Uh, have you ever had a conversation with your kid about why are they actually have running this Thanksgiving sale? Mm. Uh, why are they trying to get rid of the inventory? Mm. Uh, you know, why is this rush? All this fundamental question uh, is is like then they'll slow, slowly start learning from when companies are doing certain stuff when mm. they're doing a promotion uh, they realize mm. um, that it's done with a purpose mm. because a lot of things sometimes we don't even realize that it's actually thrown at us yeah. uh, for no reason um, you know you know you even your friends going especially with the connected world that we live in. Mm. Even our friends going on vacation, our friends buying this thing, our friends uh, attending a, a concert, it's all going to trigger emotions in us. Yeah. And that's natural. But as long as if you don't know how to manage and handle that, mm. we all will be in trouble. Mm. So I think that's the, that's the, uh, the other perspective. Like, okay, this, <clears throat> the situation is there. Now, what the world is trying to teach me from that situation, I think that learning is also very important. Mm. Yeah, and you know, one of the things that I've, I've noticed in, in these conversations with you is there's, I've seen a lot of parents, um, because of whatever financial situation, they tend to always limit, oh, no, you can't do that because we can't afford it, or no, we're not going to go there because, um, you know, why do we need to go there when we can just settle for so-and-so? Instead of that, you're coming at it from, the possibility mindset, you know, what does it take to get that, um, the thing that you want? So whether it's, uh, you know, going, uh, getting a toy, like you mentioned, or, you know, and putting it on a wish list, or, you know, working towards a specific goal, like, how do we get to where you want it? So then you truly appreciate it, right? So, but yeah, absolutely. I think that perspective is very important. Um, because at the end of the day, life is a journey. And um, 
and our career is a journey mm. and our kids career also it's a different journey and as long as they kind of realize it's not that they need to be fixated on a particular role or something mm. but as long as they know that if i'm able to do this in a very um, you know very smart way mm. uh, then um, i will be able to um, you know i'll be able to plan for my future mm. and i know clearly what i need now uh, what are my uh, recreational habits and mm. how much uh, i can uh, spend for recreation how versus you know savings and things like that that's mm-hmm. kind of they going to you don't even have to tell them you need to save turn by whatever you don't you don't have to tell them you just show that you talked about the big picture mm-hmm. you show the big picture and they they are going to learn by themselves because they know they don't want to be left out mm-hmm. okay good stuff so i it brings me to my uh, very really important and absolutely uh, uh, uh one question that i've i've been meaning to ask you knowing your background and uh, knowing where you came from if you had to go back to your to the kid patrick in india if you had to go back to your kid self what advice would you give him about the financial thought process so that he could be set up for success yeah that's an interesting question <clears throat> i think one thing i would stress is uh, time is money <laughs> so um you don't realize that um that every every hour or every year that is that passes by um you, you know you're 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 at this engage and you want to explore the solve fun but then make those explorations somehow related to your future mm. uh, that's going to be more exciting mm. uh because the learning process doesn't stop uh in the school mm. or college uh, it's outside world is going to teach you a lot so uh you're i would say actual learning starts outside college but uh but you don't have to wait till college you know even um just as many experiences that you can get as uh, that, that's that's good rather than just fixated on one type of job or um you know that's that's a advice that I'll give uh and then entertainment spending watch over it but then again when it goes time where uh, time is money just pay attention more to that that's that's more important vital that's wow. Wow, well, that's that's wonderful. Uh, thank you, thank you. That's been uh, a lot of good knowledge. I think our viewers, our listeners, will enjoy it thoroughly. And I appreciate you uh, being our guest today. Hey, thank you, Roshan. I mean, I'm very excited about this uh, sort of stick project because um, we see the changes happening in our kids, mm. and we we kind of uh, empathize with other parents. Uh, you know, that that's uh, that's something that. we care for mm. uh, because once we build uh once we build this uh wisdom mm. in the kids the society is going to be better yeah because once people start making um you know wise decisions uh, i think that's going to be a lot of positive things that's ha- that's going to happen so i'm very excited to want to do this so thank you thank you for having me thank you thank you thank you the ideas techniques approaches information and opinions expressed in this video or podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Sotastic LLC and its employees while the primary purpose is to educate and inform it does not constitute professional advice or services we hope however that the content presented here will assist you in developing a strong financial understanding and mindset you may not edit modify copy or redistribute this video or podcast with any other website, computer, or playing device.
use of this video or podcast constitutes acceptance of these terms.